Hello, and welcome to the HeelCast. My name is Bobby, and I'm here joined by my awesome co-host, Morgan. Morgan, say hey. Hello. And we are joined by our good friend, Andrew. Andrew, go ahead and take it away. Introduce yourself. Hello, I'm Andrew. Uh, I just became exec this past year. I've been on Heel for three years. I'm a junior now. I'm going to be a senior. I'm also majoring in civil engineering. I was in charge of Thon Weekend this year. And you're also going to be our president next year. I think it's kind of important to mention. Yes, that is that is a new uh, thing as of last night. Yeah, we didn't even know that when we scheduled this, which is kind of nuts. But it worked out perfectly. We scheduled this on out. Monday. We had no idea, but it all it all worked out. So, it all worked so. Out. <laughs> well, very exciting. We're very happy for you, Andrew. So, congratulations from uh, the heel cast to you. Snaps. Thank you. <laughs> um, so can you tell us a little bit about your time as Thon Weekend? You had um, quite the initiation into being a Thon Weekend chair, considering we had um, Thon basically flipped upside down. So can you start by just telling us a little bit about that? Yeah, definitely not that I was expected this year. Um, we had a lot of difficult challenges. Um, mostly was COVID and secondary, we had to do it all online, which was great. Um, and we worked through it well. We had a live stream going the whole entire time. But um, to follow up, I mean, it was a really tough year. And I think all of us pushed through together pretty well. But uh, it was a, definitely a lot of legwork. But it, I think we handled it pretty well, um, especially going through. Uh, and we were lucky to have uh, Carson's mom's dance studio, which we were able to keep that limited to 10 people or less the whole time. And everybody had a negative uh COVID test, but it was definitely a fun experience. I know a lot of people say they wouldn't want to do it again, but I would love to. So, going for round two? Yeah, round right. Two. No way. If I, I hope, I hope that the circumstances are a little bit better next year for everyone's sake. That we're not doing it virtual. I would do it again this year, but I really hope next year for the dancers that uh that they can have the BJC experience as amazing as it was as a dancer this year. Um. I'd be happy if we're in a better place next year. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, you rocked it. So you made it easy for me. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you guys did so much for us. So yeah, as a dancer, it was an amazing experience. Definitely not what I thought it would be like this year, but um, it was still nonetheless amazing. So can you tell us kind of about the prep that went into it? So like getting people to come visit and figuring out COVID tests and figuring out a theme, like just dive right on in. And Bobby, you can jump in too. Like to start off, I mean, we, it started with the theme. Like that was our basic thing. I mean, me and Lex did a little bit of work over break um, to start off, but it definitely for Thon weekend, especially it ramped up in the second semester of school when we came back. Um, we chose a theme with uh, all non-dancing execs, which was great. Cowboys in space. Cowboys. Yeah, that was my joke, but it worked. <laughs> exactly. So, we, I mean, we went with space, which was great, and we just kind of went running with that. Um, we cre- we do our normal uh, group me without any of the dancers in it, and we were able to send out polls pretty early to try to gauge interest for um, people coming in person, especially once we solidified that we are going to be at Carson's. We were able to send that out to the general org for Zoom 
shifts and in person. <laughs> it was it was really crazy. I, I wish I could show you the uh, Google Drive that we had, but we have about like 15 folders in there, which which is insane for a thon weekend. Um, but it was a lot of spreadsheets and schedules, the master schedules. I, I, I don't know how many categories we had, but it was it definitely we need an 11 by 11 by 17 sheet of paper would have been better than an eight and a half by 11 printing it off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know for for us last year, Shannon and I, we had a ton of spreadsheets and I can't even imagine we didn't have any like overall schedules for like what Thon was going to be uh, that we had to make. So I can't even imagine the amount. Yeah, of and I tried to get that out as like quick as possible doing it like the COVID spreadsheet surprisingly was probably the easiest yeah um and that was one of the things that like it, it did end up coming up to the last thing i mean we made sure we pushed it out but people can't get tested until uh i think it was three days three or four days out yeah, it was, so we had people it was like that. two or three days out yeah. but other than that i mean i think you guys did a really good job at um starting early I know that's always a complaint that Thon Weekend has for the next year because, uh, you know, some chairs like to wait before the night, like the night before Thon, before they make the dancer heads, and doesn't go we, well. We did so, those. I, I think we did those the Monday before. Yeah, thon. no, we got those done way earlier. Yeah, we did that. We I we came up with the shirt designs. Um, we decided that we were going to take that from outreach this year. Um, and make it a whole Thon Weekend thing, especially just to make it easier on us. Um, and decide that early and send that out early it was great um we were able to use the gift card from last year to save money and uh made a little bit of money back on the shirt so we did, did not have to pay a ton for family shirts this year which is great so yeah, it all worked out exactly yeah and it was just the year of dancers having the most secrets kept from us ever like we knew less than we would have known if we were in the bjc i swear like they didn't even want us to know like what we would potentially even be eating or like if there would be water there like obviously you guys answered that but just everything everything was a secret and that was like it was great once we got there but so hard to like plan I'm like okay like what do you guys think I should bring for clothes and you're like well we can't tell you I'm like so do I just show up with no clothes like what are you what are we talking here like do we know anything and you guys are like that was hard. Surprise. It, was, it was hard to give you like a list of items you're going to bring too, because I mean, Thon gave us nothing this year. Which was oh no, I know. Amazing. I'm totally not blaming no, you guys. No, 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 no. But like, I'm, I'm, I'm like happy we had people that had danced before and prior. Yeah, that, seriously. You know, guys advice for that. We definitely leaned on that a lot for the stuff that you guys were going to be bringing in person. But I mean, for every single aspect of Thon, like this year for us, we had like a meeting on, we tried to break up the meetings. We like me and Lex had about two meetings just to like three hour meetings just to plan meetings yeah um about what like schedules we we're gonna do i mean we had a whole meal meeting with I mean, and we would have um all non-dancing execs invited if they wanted to help out um which is great because it makes more voices the better <laughs> honestly heavy hand or checks and balances light work or something exactly so i mean it was definitely good to like delegate tasks and work through it um the meal meeting was definitely something I was really stressed about, but we worked through that and did that. Um, we had a whole meeting on in-person activities for you guys, um, a whole meeting on, uh, what's it called, virtual events and family events that we're going to have fam the families on uh, Zooms at specific times. Uh, um, I mean, they were invited for every single 
virtual uh, virtual event, but anything that we had two specific hours for that that was dedicated to them. So and and also to like reiterate what you know Morgan was kind of getting at earlier that there were a lot of secrets. Um, it I think one of the big things was that like we didn't want to get your hopes up for something that we had planned that like didn't work out. So it was better if everything was a surprise because then you weren't expecting anything. I know in the BJC like there are things that happen like every single year, and that's going to be your pep rally, uh, your Friday night concert, your Saturday what guest whatever slides of strength. And I, I know for a fact there are, like, four or five ideas that we had that, like, go, looking at the weekend, we're like, oh, yeah, I can't wait to do this. And then we just didn't do them. Like, they just got scrapped. Ooh, I want to hear. What are the things that got scrapped? Can you guys uh, remember them? One that I know for sure that I had talked about with Lex was instead of doing the slides of strength, we had talked about doing the sleds of strength, where we would take you guys outside and let you go sledding, like, down the hill. Um, yeah. And that just did not happen. That just it, that fell by the wayside yeah. at some point, and then Connor had a virtual activity <laughs> planned. Literally, it was Thursday night at about eight p.m., like the night before Thon, and he goes, "I was like, uh, how's the activity? Like, we had a treasure hunt planned online. It was like, it was like geo. It was like it's similar to geocaching, but like it's like you go online and you go on a map and you have to find questions and mm-hmm. get to a different place." And we ended up replacing that with the Wikipedia game the night before. As a shout out to Bobby for that idea. That Wikipedia game great. slapped. That was fun. So that, that was, was fun. We still had attention spans for it, so that was exactly. like we yeah. could play more than one game. We'll talk about that in a second. The lack of attention spans the, the, that we all had. The, the, yeah, I, I mean, it was definitely I, just being fluid. I mean, I, I had we were gonna do Zoom shifts for like. Zoom shifts this year were going to be more of our like usual stand shifts that our org would have, but we ended up just doing them as activity shifts for Zoom because um, having people uh, standing there watching you and, and like if you guys had an in-person event, it would be uh, hard to keep them intrigued and moving around and standing up. So we had them there for all the virtual events we planned. Which by the end of the weekend ended up being talk, being able to talk to the talk to the people on Zoom because I know like the as attention spans uh, fell away, but it was definitely fun. Yeah. So um, going into the whole attention span thing, we started off the weekend like pretty strong with like being able to play games, like set them up and get them done, like actually play them. For example, categories like we actually played for multiple rounds and then and I'm sure anyone listening who's ever danced before or even ever been around a dancer you you know what we're talking about is that by like even Saturday afternoon you're still like mentally there but your like attention span is just starting to slip and and by Saturday night like we would set up a game look at it and then like the dancers would just walk away like we just, and it wasn't to be rude and it wasn't because we didn't want to play the game, but I just like couldn't stand there and look at it anymore. And I would just be like, okay, I got to go and just like go do something else for like two minutes and then drop that and go do, it's like little kids. And there was probably just messes behind us like the entire time. But like, I don't, I didn't realize at first how low our attention spans was were. And then I just started laughing every time that like we would just walk away. I'd be like, I can't, I don't, I can't do it. <laughs> So like as many amazing games as I'm sure you guys had planned, we probably did about half of them. 
And that's, I don't think is even an understatement because we would just look at you guys. I remember saying one time we were in the middle of a game, I was like, I have to go to the bathroom. And I just disappeared to the back room to like go to the bathroom and then just like stand there and like look at my clothes and then walk back. <laughs> like you just can't anymore. And no, it's funny. No, it was crazy. But <laughs> no, I remember like it was, it, I went through the whole first shift because I had a, I had the long, I had a long first shift the first time. Yeah, you were there until what, like two, 3 a.m.? I was, so that, that was, I can't, I was there till 11 p.m. the first but then uh, my roommate was dancing as well. So I drove back. I saw oh. him was standing up the whole time at my apartment. And then I came back and stayed till 1 p.m. on Saturday. And then Shout driving. McDonald's, by the way, we got on our way out. Yeah. That was fire. That was, it hit the And you, did help. Andrew, you showed up with, when you came back after like you're with your roommate, you showed up with the tacos, I'm pretty sure, or like the, all the stuff to make that, right? You showed up. Yes, yes, yes. I, I, I made the, burrito I brought bowls. the meat back and made the, and I made the burrito bowls when I came back that time. And then the second time I came back, I also made the meatballs. Mm. Meatballs. Those meatballs were so good. I don't know. I don't know if I would even think they're good anymore. I think I would, but I don't know. But I thought they were so like, I, I don't like, you know, like sometimes when you eat something and like, just something that you associate with it like makes the food no longer good I feel like I would associate and be like I don't know yeah no I was I was really worried you guys weren't gonna like them because yeah how many times have we have we told that story on this podcast maybe eight times but Andrew and I did not read the recipe before um making the meatballs so him and I were supposed to come back for that shift and what the meatballs were supposed to start cooking probably it was like a six hour it was process. like four and a half at least. Yeah. Andrew four and, and I read the recipe maybe an hour before we were supposed to get there. Um, Less. Were the meatballs raw or were those pre pre? They were pre-made. So, yeah, I, they were like a Costco bag of meatballs. I got them back at home before I came back up. So I threw all those on like an oven rack, and then we let them sit in the crock pot and cook a little bit after they were uh, warmed up. But I'm <laughs> – it was intense. Andrew's. It was you know. good. It was good. That was. I, that was. That was. That was. I had a good nap before that, like yeah. a long nap. So that was like put me into the final stretch. Andrew's but. in the in the kitchen working with the oven. I'm I'm out there cutting the, the uh what peppers and onions, and I'm like, all right, we're good. We got it. I mean, I had to make like a trip to Giant, like <laughs> in the middle of the thing, to get like this diced pineapples. Because when I was driving back after the first shift, I was just done like i was i was about to fall asleep on the at the wheel and i'm glad i made it back but that was something that (laughs) ended up working out i was just planned on going to the grocery store in between that it was just so funny because you guys like we were so worried that the meatballs were like subpar garbage because we knew and everyone's like these are the best yeah, things everyone's like, the best meal we've had and andrew and i were like wow imagine if we actually cooked them correctly like (laughs) we'd be flying Because I had I had to leave right after I dropped you off there because I had yeah. to go pick up two org members to bring them for their shift, so that was something I was and Bobby I was like worried about when I was driving I'm like they're probably gonna like I'm gonna come back and they didn't eat anything because they didn't like the meatballs, and then Bobby's like they loved them I was like they were housing them Andrew it was wild you guys <laughs> you were, animals you were all like these are so good was that before or after Chick Fil A I can't remember it was that was after after. Yeah, Chick Fil A was that at like afternoon, and that was like mm, Sunday morning, like like early, yeah, like two a.m. And then the next thing I ate was a bagel. 
but that was like 3 a.m. Andrew, you need to weigh in on this. How the long bagels? was the dance party? How long was it? Bobby claims it was a 15 minute dance party and yeah, I swear it was longer. I don't even know if it was 15. When we were there? With like, me and Carson, with me and Carson were having it. With Lex and Connor, me, Bobby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like with me and me and Carson had a dance party. Probably wasn't even 15 minutes. Oh, wait. Are you talking about the one where we like we were doing this? Yeah, and then yeah. me and Carson kept dancing. I would say it could have pushed a half hour. Okay. Okay. I'll it take that. You were saying it was like two hours, Morgan. It was. Well, yeah. my mind was a little off at that point. I remember eating a bagel and then feeling like I could fly. You, you were. It, it, yeah, it was insane. You, you some were carbs. <laughs> I guess you were I don't at like know. your little low point. I'm like, I was like, oh my gosh, I like, I don't have like a good meal for them. Like, it's just bagels and cream cheese. And when you heard it was bagels, oh, you were like, let's go. I was like, <laughs> thank God. Thank, thank you're Lord. Just about bagels in general. I know you're a big bagel fan. I'm a big bagel girl, specifically New Jersey ones, but those ones totally did the trick yeah, for, the, everything for what was, I needed. Yeah, they were good. They were they were toasted with cream cheese and that was so good. And then we had pancakes too. Honestly, anything with carbs and I'll be happy. So exactly. Yeah, that's no, how that most people work. <laughs> yeah, seriously. No, if if like if I could pick a main food group with no retaliation of like anything else in my life, like poor health or something, I think I would just pick like pure white carbs, like white bread, potatoes, pasta, rice bagels like that would probably be my choice i would just pick like sugar just eat sugar straight it's either between carbs or for meat for me yeah that's true protein is good like yeah real good protein is good but like i don't know i think just whenever i want something i just like crave like scrapple Mm. i'm gonna push scrapple out here i'm sorry scrapple's good Nobody like knows about Scrapple, and I always like that's like a that's like a deep Philly thing, it's, right? It's Philly and New that's Jersey. That's a Dutch thing, isn't it? Dutch. The Pennsylvania Dutch, I think, were the ones that do it. But Philly, like I, I always get the Philadelphia brand. I'm not a huge pork Scrapple guy. It's more uh, beef, but okay. I'm a big. I've had it like twice, and I liked it both times. So it's I've never had Scrapple. I'll have to try. I'll have to bring up a brick next time I come up. They sell it. In New Jersey, though. They sell it here. Oh, no, I'm sure they do. I feel like they people in New Jersey just gravitate towards Taylor Ham. You're kidding. I'm serious. I saw it when we went for Taylor Ham. You're kidding. I'm serious. Has you're, cha- you're changing my world, Bob. Yeah, we can take a trip something- out. If you want to take a trip out there, like, tomorrow or something, let me know. We'll, we'll do it. Did we end up finding Weg- uh, Taylor Ham? At- yeah, we did. Yeah, at we, Weg- did. we did. Morgan and I went on an adventure to find Taylor Ham, and Wegmans did have it. Yeah. Also, uh, Weiss or Wise or whatever you however you call we it. Is. Yeah. We is not we are. We is. We, we, are, is, we is market. There's so many of them up here. Dude, there's like five. <laughs> you turn yeah, I, we don't have those at home. What? Okay, that's a good question. What grocery stores does everyone have at home? Like the go-to. Giant Acme Redners. Bobby. Uh, wait, wait, is it something Eagle? It is. No. I was gonna say Giant Eagle. Yes. Um, Costco. But like, yeah, Costco's big. We have a uh, we have an That's Arby's, like, which is like okay. Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really do. I think we do all of our grocery shopping at, at Costco. Occasionally, we'll hit Giant Eagle, um, and then like maybe Walmart on like a like an off day. 
Is there any like general like other grocery stores there other than Giant Giant Eagle? Like there's Giant no, like, Eagle is really the one. Um, maybe there's ones that I'm just like not thinking about. Like you can get your groceries at Target if you want. Or that's Scott. yeah, yeah. That's uh, like that's like Walmart. It doesn't. Yeah. Like, we, hey, do you guys have either of these? Shoprite. Oh, we have Shop and Save. That's the one. Thank you. Shop and Save there's is like not a too many Shoprites out. Uh, west of philly i think there's uh, like might be a few but apparently Shoprite in other locations is like super expensive like whenever people whenever i say like oh yeah like my family mostly shops at Shoprite, people were like oh it's so expensive but at home it's like one of the cheaper grocery stores so i don't know i guess maybe in new jersey i don't know Jack, and then got some weird tax laws <laughs> so we have Shoprite, which is like probably the main place that we grocery shop or stop and shop which probably none of you have heard of Okay, Stop and Shop is actually, uh, I think, within the same brand as Weiss. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. And then we used to have, um, well, we also have, like, Superfood Towns. Have you ever heard of that? I've never heard of that. Never heard of that. Okay, last one. A&P. Anyone ever heard of an A&P? I heard of ABP. Nope. (laughs) So, A&P was actually, like, the probably like the best grocery store by us, but I think they all actually went out of business. I'm not really sure what happened, but the one by us isn't around anymore. It's like a new grocery store. And then other than that, I feel like most people have Trader Joe's by them. Trader Joe's, that's, we have one of those near us. I couldn't I tell a you lot of closest Trader Joe's is. Sorry. Okay, final one. Have you ever heard of BJ's? Oh yeah. I've heard of it, but I've never been. That's a Philly there's, thing. Yeah, there's one. It's Costco and BJ's is the two, uh, like, your general like uh wholesale same with us yeah like we don't really have like a sam's club by us no me neither. and me even neither. okay this is a hot take too i think this is not normal to pennsylvania some of our walmarts don't have food like they yeah. just yeah. have like the clothes old yeah, the old, ones the old i was gonna say when they started upgrading them all to super centers and adding everything to walmart um but like all all our walmarts are super centers so they didn't used to be that. I remember when they weren't. No, they've been like steadily upgrading them, but I think there's one or two by me that's not. Yeah. There's a Walmart by me that, like, they made it into like a silo. Like they like put like they made it look like a farm, and it looks so weird. That's kind of cool. Interesting. It's in a neighborhood, but. I want a chicken. Sell chickens. I would love to. I mean, I feel like that's. We have tractor supply, and they sell chickens. Yeah, like live chickens. My family has chickens at home. Yeah, can I just take some? Sam also. Has um, chickens. no, actually, sad story. One of our chickens unfortunately passed away. We only have now. So, I apologize if this sounds insensitive, but no. Do you eat the chicken when it dies? If it, if any animal dies, I would highly recommend that you don't eat it because it it died. But you could, we could, like kill the chicken and eat it that's but true, our chicken, that's true maybe it's tainted our, yeah because like you don't know what it died from like it could have died yeah. you don't really want to eat yeah, that like, you don't know what happened old chickens also like the older animal gets the tougher the meat is so yeah like, if you're gonna what if i stew chickens it? to eat you have to like get poultry chickens yeah so our chickens are are not good for um are not good for meat they're good for like egg laying which is what we have them for um their eggs are delicious and also they're just kind of fun to to like hang out with um 
but yeah, I, I don't think if, I don't, I think if you tried to eat ours, they wouldn't really taste that good or like there wouldn't be a lot of meat on them, but they're cute little, little girls. We don't, we can't have roosters where I am because they like would wake people up. So we just have a bunch of little hens and they, they lay like an egg a day. So we get like five eggs a day, which is pretty good. Do you have any problems with raccoons getting them if you don't have a rooster? Um, no. So like when we were building it, we were, cause I like my house like backs up to like the woods. And by the way, I do not live in like a rural part of New Jersey yeah, yeah. by any means, uh, for anyone listening, but, um, it's like a suburbs and, um, no, we really haven't had any issues. Cause when we were building it, we were like really conscious of like animals trying to break in and stuff. So it's like pretty well supported. And now that I've said that probably we'll have like a Fox or something, but like, whatever, <laughs> Um, going in there but at night like they have like an outside run but at night like the door to, from the outside run to like the inside closes because the, they're they're smart animals or I don't know if they're smart but they're instinctual so when the sun starts going down they go inside and then once the sun's down it closes and I don't really I couldn't really see an animal being able to get in from like their actual indoor part so yeah I just know Sam like they have had problems with yeah, I've heard of people who literally like go outside in the morning and they no longer have any chickens. Like if one, if an animal gets in, like you kind of lose them all, but. Yeah, they have a rooster now. So every once in a while, you have to you make sure to grab the eggs quickly or you're going to have a, a little. Uh, little babies. Yeah, the egg won't be as tasty anymore. Yes. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Um, we, I want to get more chickens. I don't know if my parents do, but did you know that you have to like, you can't just introduce one new chicken to like the, to the roost. You have to introduce like a few because if like, there's just one and like all of them have been in a pack before, like sometimes they'll attack that one chicken. So if you're going to introduce like a new set of chickens, we would have to introduce like probably three or four at the minimum. So my parents are like, we would do like one or two more, but it, it could be dangerous to them. So you kind of have to introduce multiple. What if, you, what if you kill two, eat them, and then you get four? Bobby, we're not going to kill our chickens. But that's how you eat them. But, okay, in other they countries, people definitely do that. But, like, our chickens are, are not poultry chickens. Like, we never... Correct. Like, but there, there are chickens that you buy specifically, specifically yeah. they bulk up in like eight weeks and then you have to butcher them all or if you don't then they their legs break underneath of them so wow they butcher themselves okay it's pretty awful but um i know like in other countries like that's way different like they'll have like chickens that lay eggs and they eat and stuff and they'll have way more but um yeah for us i think we're just in it for the egg laying and my dog thinks it's fun to like run outside and like run back and forth across the chickens and stuff. And the chickens kind of just ignore her now. When we first got the chicken, they would freak out. And I think she thought it was funny, but now she just like goes outside and like just kind of runs around. It's cute. So, yeah, we have like our own little family farm at this point. <laughs> so farms are cool though. Anyway, back to Thon. <laughs> back to Thon. We definitely. It was a good conversation. It was a good a tangent. tangent, but I'm glad we got to talk about chickens and uh, grocery stores. <laughs> um, so what is like your favorite memory you think of Thon this year, Andrew, if you had to just pick one? Just picking one. I mean, definitely the hour before uh, we finished Final Four. That's what I, I said, think, too. Yeah, I, I really liked that. It was great. I mean, we had like a, like one or two dancers that were having a tough go of it, but um, 
it was definitely fun because I mean we had a lot of like our max amount of exec people there um, to help out and everybody was really happy with a like a song a minute which was great so and it was awesome to see the total and see that we got top 10 and everybody was emotional so it's good yeah that was really awesome I I like don't think I'll ever forget like dancing and everything like with like the song a minute that was um really awesome and yeah something I, I feel like it's like ingrained in my mind did you think that we were like all really struggling before final four or like when do you think we all hit like the lowest of lows and you could yeah, both it, it depends on the dancer I mean I, I know like I think your lowest point when I was there was right before bagels yeah um and Carmen's was around there as well I think that was right around when she was hallucinating yeah um Carmen like, actually saw chickens. Yes. <laughs> Not the poultry count. During <laughs> Final Four. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, Carson's was right before. Um, I think Jared's was, was, was standing up. as well. Jared's was, um, he, like, he, I think he was a little tired during Final Four, but he was, like, right before the ice baths. He was having a tough time because he was in pain. But he ice baths, dude, that baths. kid's a monster. Yeah, he would have been there longer, but yeah. yeah, we were like, Jared, you gotta get out, man. Seriously, the the biggest thing I felt like at that point was no matter what shoes you were wearing, it felt like you were standing on concrete. Like yeah. there, there was no such thing as like foot support anymore. And yeah, you literally just think that you're standing on concrete, like flat footed, and yeah. that's probably like the hardest part and then the the ice bath helps and then your feet on numb and then you're like all right <laughs> but I'm so glad that like we weren't allowed and we tried our best to like not roll out our feet until final four because it's addicting like it yeah, feels exactly. good and as soon as you stop it doesn't feel good anymore so you just you need to go again <laughs> exactly like if you broke that out like Saturday or Sunday morning like I don't know if I ever would have stepped away from a tennis ball after that and that just would have been make it worse because you're that's all you're thinking about at that point but I think um you say final four is going to be like that like once you hit final four everything will be okay but you don't realize how much you're just standing and looking and it's the most you stand still on the weekend I mean of course you're standing but yeah my I was just like crying during angels among us and my feet hurt so bad so I that's quite the experience Everyone always says that, like, the final four goes quickly. I feel like that's only true, like, in the stands. I think if you're dancing, the final four is literally, like, the worst four hours for you. Just because it is at the end, and you are no longer allowed to do what you've been doing for the past 42 hours. Whatever little rhythm you've fallen into, it's broken. So you can't do that's what you're true. used to for, the like, the past the time. You're deliriously tired. You have to stand still. You have to be presentable. You have to be functional. Um, yeah, you could start rolling your feet out, but, like, I feel like a lot of people would probably have an easier time if they were able to just do their thing for a whole 46 and, and not get their, like, feet rolled out at all than to just have to stop there. But And in some ways, like, you always have support around you, but, like, you're not actively having a conversation with someone or actively engaging with them as much as you are when, like, your DRCM or like in this case you guys this year is like actively like checking in with you so like as much as you guys could see what was going on I was mentally just like 
oh my gosh, like it's hard and you just try and focus on whatever is going on, but you're just like, I need to like walk. I need to not be standing still, which is I think why the dance party was so good was cause like you're finally moving again. Um, and like, basically that's just what you need and your feet still, you, your feet still feel awful, but. At that point, I, you just give up. <laughs> yeah, I remember Lex looked at my feet and then was like, oh my gosh. And I think said to Maggie, like, do you see that? And I was like, what are you guys talking about? And they're like, your ankles are ginormous. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, thanks guys. Right in the self-esteem. <laughs> so funny. Oh, man. No. I think, I don't know if she meant for like me to hear it, but I was like, wait, what are you talking about? And she's like, your ankles. And I was like, my ankles. <laughs> Nora had the worst ankles. That Nora was poor girl. Right by the ice bath. Because we were like, you should do the ice bath. And yeah. she, was, she was she was freezing after the ice bath. Her whole body was shaking. Dude, her ankles were like quadruple the size they normally are. Like Her ankles are bigger than my ankles. And Nora's like not like a big person. Like, Yeah. I Her yeah. ankles were huge and then yeah we shoved her in the ice bath and that she'll walk up to it maybe Maybe hopefully hopefully it opened up some circulation i I forced her in there a little it's okay i mean yeah she really didn't want to do it she didn't have to i know carmen didn't do it um she was really nervous about that yeah i feel like it's just different for everyone yeah I feel like some people just the having that pain for like the the five minutes is just not worth it for them. True. You know what? And everyone, I don't, I don't know if everyone's gonna agree with this, but I feel like the little toe warmers. Have you ever had like a toe warmer when you, if you have like a sprained ankle, for example, like your your uh, are oh my gosh, what are what are they called? Um, I guess I personal trainer, not personal trainer. Uh, Athletic trainer. Athletic trainer, thank you so much. No problem. Personal trainer, what am I saying? They have like little toe covers and we would use them like in basketball and stuff. If you ever hurt your ankle, like our um, athletic trainer would have us put our like our full leg or full like from the calf down in in the ice bath and those toe warmers help because your toes are what gets the coldest. And I feel like it would help, but I don't know if everyone agreed with that. Um, also, we weren't going to go by toe warmers. But. Uh, yeah, I <laughs> the budget did not really hold room. For no, no, no. I was not expecting a toe warmer. I'm just saying that if anyone had one already, then that would have been a good idea of something to bring. What do they eat? What do they even look like? Are they like um, the little toe separators they have at like um... <laughs> the nail salon? Yeah, like the salon. Yeah. No, so like that's what I think when I hear toe. Like, I think I also your... think the same thing. Right? I laugh, but I, <laughs> <laughs> I think the exact, that is the like, first I've thing that comes to one. mind. Imagine like a sock. But you just cut it off like right kind of where like the knuckle of your toe ends. So like your whole foot is like, not your whole foot, just like from your toes. So like say your hand is, say my hand is toes and like this is where they end. Like it would just cover from there up and and your all your toes are like next to each other. Because if you separate them, then they have like even less chance of staying warm. But like if you keep them together, I guess so they keep them all heat. Could we realistically have made them from old socks? Or is it like no, because it's like a different kind of material. There is it like, like kind of rubber? Yeah, it's. I guess it's like uh, some kind of like thermal, not thermal, but like water wicking. I don't. Like, to be uh, honest, I don't know the technical thing. We probably. I don't even know. Like sure, I don't know. We should have bought swim caps, cut them, made them into toe warmers, put it for next year's, put it on the final report. 
yeah exactly the most important thing in the final report that'll, is that'll be sure like that number one bold cohort 40. you guys have an interesting final report to write this year because Steve, it is very interesting because I don't know how much is it uh, of it's going to be applicable. Just, just copy and paste hours from the year before. Like, I, I really don't know what to tell you because, like, I mean, I, I, I hope that we – I mean, I'm going to make a final report that has probably both in it, like right. your final report and, like, one just in case we, God forbid, ever have anything like this again. Yeah. But – I think that you should just write a final report that says if Thon's in person, see Thon 2020. If yeah. Thon's virtual, just call Lex and Andrew because there's no way we can write this all down. That's what I'm <laughs> Look at the Google Drive. Submit. <laughs> I have made our Google Drive the most, like, you should be able to go in and, like, if you want to find something, you just have to look at the folder names and you'll be able to find it. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. I try to do that, but, dude, exec is so bad at organizing the folders. I will create something, like, a folder in alt funds for stuff and then they'll go in and like love carmen and sam but they will not use it <laughs> they will just put them everywhere to be fair to be fair when you and just have them like free floating and not that's even the worst here. when we just have like random files that aren't yeah. in, like they're not they're not even in this thon they're just like in the drive to it's be fair when you become a new exec there is no tutorial that's something we can definitely do next year is yeah. it a tutorial on how to use the google drive because to be completely honest in my first year in exec i didn't even know there were folders and this year i've been much better about the folders and making sure that everything's and making sure well yeah because i had no idea and making sure that that you put like that i'm like labeling everything like i've like have tracked way more things i feel like than i used to because i just i didn't know like but i feel like a small tutorial on google drive could be huge i think all we have to do is just be like remember guys you have access to this drive but so do 12 other people you may know where it is but the 12 other people who need to look at that sheet don't so put it where it's supposed to be and if people don't do it to be malicious put it on the google drive right your work on the google drive in a folder don't keep it on your laptop hidden away put it on the google drive just put it there it's not hard no one will judge you for not finishing it just like if anybody else needs to like take over something or look at it. Yeah. But well, and like that way, if someone does, so they're there. Like exactly. All these times, people are like, "Yeah, I have it. Let me email it to you." It's like, bruh. No, I, I think that's now and a half ago. If you just let it there. Starting exact meetings early, like two weeks before school starts. Start in the summer, Andrew. You kidding me? <laughs> oh. Well, people still have internships and stuff. Listen, so I, just, I, I, I intern nine to five. I will be there. Let me know. It's Sunday. Nobody has an internship. Yeah, you don't work on Sunday. Oh, that's, true. that's the that's Lord's true. Day. It's the same. Well, in the past, in the past, heel meetings, heel exec meetings were on, on Mondays. Yes. Yeah, but it's just uh, like if the ones beforehand we can do. On yeah, Monday. yeah, yeah. Um, I agree yeah. with that. That starting in the summer sentiment. But I also kind of like the Sunday meetings. Not I hate it because of football, but I like it that the fact that if somebody did not know what they were doing, you have a day to figure it out after you get told what you need to do yeah that's true that's true it's also going to be in person so most likely so you guys will miss even more football not that i care but i think that's why we always did it before is because it was in person and so like you weren't going out twice exactly i mean i think the issue 
in the past too was that sometimes people would go home for the weekend and then end up missing the meeting whereas now when you just jump on zoom it's easy but I mean, honestly, who knows what life will look like next year. I think Zoom's something that should stick around, even if we... I'd also agree with that. If you're not relying on it, I think general meetings, you still have a Zoom link open. Um, Because if that's the difference, uh, if 10 people show up in person and 10 show up online versus only 10 showing up in person, you know, like... 100%. Whatever it takes. Especially uh, important meetings that we would want. I think it's definitely important that... Like, we've had to do so much this year, but I think it's something that can definitely be utilized. I all the things. Because, I mean, with the with all the adversity we've had this year with COVID, we've come up with a bunch of new ideas about how to get people involved. I think. Oh, yeah, for sure. Away. So. For sure. Yeah, well, we are coming up on the end here. We have about five minutes left so we do have some questions that we like to ask everyone and we're gonna ask you of course so the first question is and i know this is kind of uh early but what do you think will be in the thon 2022 line dance i have one something that happened recently that i something recent let's hear it i know for a fact that no he might get it because i think he knows about it i don't know if i do it's a penn state related one Oh, the new basketball coach. No. All right. <laughs> oh, um, freshmen get to go to uh, the blue and white game. That was not it, but that is a. Although, although, okay, the Big Ten now said that every single university can follow their own state's guidelines on how many people are allowed in the stadiums, which would mean that. Which would mean that the seniors could go. At, I mean, hypothetically speaking, all grades could go, but that's not going to happen. But the seniors could most certainly go to blue and white, and there's no blaming it on anything else. So I really, really hope that Penn State decides that the seniors can go as well because be great they, for the freshmen to learn from the seniors too. Beaver I mean, Stadium literally has like 120,000 capacity, and we are allowed 75% of the venue to be filled. That there are sixty thousand students. Is one hundred and seven. I think it's sixty. There's only forty-eight. Okay, whatever. For undergrad, I'm, which means that yeah. you could do half of the capacity, less than half. And exactly, and you're still like you're following every guideline. Whatever. If it's one hundred and seven, it's one hundred and eight. It's one hundred and eight. Whatever. Wait, one hundred and seven times point seven five. Yeah. It's over eighty thousand people. Correct. You could have. That's like more attendance than some. Games. Then some literal, yeah, some games literally will shoot like a 78. Like a, like a bad What, like the Rutgers game after, yeah, after having already like been lost. lost everything? But still, like, that's more than what you would get for that. And that's people, like, still diehard people come up to tailgate and go into the stadium. Yeah. So. I just really, really, really hope that the seniors are allowed in. I saw this thing I on. Hope that the juniors yeah. are allowed in. I want to go. Yeah, I know, but I like we we'll most likely get a year next year, you know. So I, I hope the seniors, other than their uh, graduation, uh, get to get to be in Beaver Stadium one more time. And I saw this thing. This is the last thing about this on social media, and it was like basically crickets. And it was like the freshmen during the alma mater because none of them know it. Yeah, never seen it. Probably learned it. And what are they going to do? I mean, with COVID, they can't all link arms like. No, they're probably gonna try to stop them. I'd link arms, they can't stop me. Like, they probably would let it within small groups. 
It could be like after we lost a game. And Maybe they're planning on spacing all the people six feet apart across the entire stadium, and that's why it's only a freshman class. I no think way. they they couldn't control it. True. I don't know, but I don't know. The I freshmen are silly. They might believe the what they're told. And nah, the limits like we do. I feel like they'll be allowed to like be in their pod because Penn State's big on pods, you know. So like you can be with your roommate. Yeah, like this pod. Yeah. Yeah. The three of us are going to the game together. Bet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a freshman, by the way. I'm only 18. <laughs> Anyways, okay. what back did you to the line that? dance. The one thing that has happened or been announced to happen that will be in the line dance 100% without a doubt is that we are losing the Chick-fil-A in the hub. <gasps> it is being replaced with Slim's Chicken. That, yes. without a doubt, I would bet my left kidney... Uh, that it will be on the line dance. When's it officially gone? At the next end of the semester, season? the start of next semester. So I think they're taking the summer to get rid of it. Has anyone ever had slim chicken? It. I don't even know I what slim chicken is. Me either. I didn't think. Is it a chain? I don't know. It might not be. I've never heard of like Sparrow's a chain, right? Yeah. And maybe it is, but the only one I've ever seen is in the hub. Yeah. Sparrow's a New Jersey thing, I believe, not just New Jersey. But if you go down the parkway to the shore, every single spot has Sabaro. Really? Mm-hmm. Sabaro's pretty good, but I always just get pancakes. I, I mean, we have better pizza in Pennsylvania than – or Pennsylvania. Ho, ho, ho. Just kidding. I, better pizza in New Jersey than Sabaro. And better bagels, okay? That's all I got to say. Go. That's all you need. It's the water. It's the difference in the minerals. Anyways. That's what they say. It's Philly pretzels. pretzels. Philly pretzels slap. You know there's what They put one in the Walmart. Yeah, I saw. Did you see that? Like, I think it was in Annie Ann's. No, they no, literally put a Philly, Philly pretzel factory in the Walmart. There's a pretzel factory, which pretzel factory, if anybody from Pittsburgh hasn't been to it, it's amazing. They have them in Pittsburgh. They do? Yep. Oh, they're, they're so I have like three or four in Cranberry. They're so good. They're so good. Yeah, they, they have oh, stretched get, out. I used to get the hot dog uh, with the uh, pretzel wrap hot pretzel dog. Wrapped, yeah, we would, uh, like, when we were in, like, middle school, the big thing was, like, for your birthday, you'd bring in Philly pretzels because it was, like, Michelle Obama uh, health conscious and it, like, fit. So you'd bring that, and then you'd get, like, the bucket of cheese, and everyone got a little bit of cheese, and you'd dip it in it. Sometimes they had the cinnamon thing. The cinnamon Can you what's imagine the best, what's the being told? What? Go ahead. The best dip? Yeah. Oh. It... So, like, you can't go wrong with cheese, right? Because that's, like, the standard. That's, like, saying ketchup and fries. But... I think their best one is that cinnamon one. I feel like it's either the cinnamon one or the regular icing, but the cinnamon just has like an extra touch to it. Right? It's that little bit and it, it puts it over. It's so good. I could drink it. I wow. That's a bold statement. It's not a bold statement. About, it's the truth. How about you, Morgan? What do you think's the best? I've never had Philly. I don't even know what that is. All right. We're taking a trip to Philly Pretzel Factory at the Walmart. You have to go. <laughs> yeah. No, they're amazing. You've never at had like home? one of the platters? Oh my god, with the little tots? With the little ones? The little nuggets, yes! And then you dip. Yeah. Yes, dude, they so have good. They have, like, they have ones now that, like, you can get those, you can get mini pretzel dogs, and you can get, like, Philly cheesesteak pretzels, like, filled with cheesesteak. That sounds good. Dude, I haven't had Philly pretzels in, like, maybe ten years, so we gotta go so, back. Yeah, no, they're so good. Yeah. I would say At if you want a sweet have... pet pretzel, you get the Annie Ants, but, yeah. Have you guys ever heard of Wetzel Pretzel? Nope. Okay, that's what we have at home. Gross. Wetzel Pretzel and some Annie Ann's. 
but mostly wetzel pretzel and cinnabon which isn't pretzels necessarily but like kind of same idea i feel like yeah mm, cinnabon that sounds good those things are like so so bad for you but so 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 I, good i, I want to go so bad since the one downtown's here now yeah mm. i just need to find a night I got, like two or three. you should have picked a night andrew i know because we keep saying we're gonna they do close it, up we your time though Good thing we did not go the other night because they were not open late. On Friday? Yeah, they supposedly they close at 6, but the website says they close at 3 a.m. That must be like non-COVID. Yeah. Which it is weird says, because I don't yeah. think they existed in a time without the virus. Because I think for like five opened, minutes like, they did. Yeah. Like the beginning of spring semester last year. Yeah, because like I remember they, like, they the came in, in the spring. Went up, the sign went up in the fall. And then they like finished like fitting it, like almost like just before halfway through. And I feel like it was like you had like two weeks, and then it was COVID. Because it used to be what kiwi, kiwi frozen. Yeah. Kiwi froyo was so good. My sister went here. She graduated twenty thirteen, and the other day she said to me, she said, "Is kiwi frozen?" Or is, she said, "Is the frozen yogurt place still there downtown?" And I said, "You mean kiwi?" She's like, "Yeah, like we used to go there." And I said, "It literally." just closed she's like i'm surprised it was around that long because frozen yogurt was kind of a fad agreed it is i think it's uh, it definitely was way overpopular well also like the problem with putting any ice cream place in penn state is that you are competing with the creamery which literally has university funding behind it so you'll never win you'll only survive long enough before you realize you need to lose like except for cold stone cold stone's been around but Coldstone has like a cult following, and Coldstone's also like thirty dollars for a small. So like, <laughs> you actually have to to like take out your trust fund and like pay with that for Coldstone. It's so expensive. <laughs> Coldstone also has something that's like a little special to it that you can like you get it like I don't know hand mixed or whatever. Yeah. So maybe people like that you can mix in your toppings. You know what I don't get? Coldstone does Coldstone FTK every year. Why do we not have a a Berkey Creamery? FTK every year. I feel like they don't let you because some of some affiliation with the university. I think Thon is maybe a little bit affiliated with the university. Yeah, but I feel like it's like conflict of interest. It has to be something. They've definitely tried. I don't know why they don't. You know, I, I, the next roundtable that happens, let's go and ask that. Because I feel like you're or right. They had to have tried it. That'd be great if Penn State donated. So, like, one day they just let all, like, the a la carte options in the university be. Go to Thon. Not even go to Thon, go to, like, a percentage. Like, yeah. Or even just make, like, a day everyone who buys, like, the Thon Ripple, like, Thon Golden Ripple, like, that's donated. Yeah. Because if that were the case, and I'm sure you guys are right, I'm sure they've tried it because there's no way someone hasn't thought of this before. Because the internal cost for a fundraiser like that through the university are, like, literally zero on top of what they would have been already. So, like... Maybe, like, maybe post-COVID they would consider it. I feel like the Creamery has not been getting as much business I as I went to the Creamery today, and they I, I kid you not, they literally pay two people. One stands at the entrance and one stands at the exit, and they just work the doors. Those poor kids. They're probably making bank, but they just stand there all day. Creamery today, yeah. fantastic. Peachy Paterno, fire. University definitely pays those greeters minimum wage. The university pays a lot of time. people a lot of money to do absolutely nothing. They were paying the um, 
fitness people, like the not you because you're actually able to do stuff, but um, like the people who work in the gyms, like like in person only, who like scan people in, they would give them shifts when the gyms were closed, and they would go sit in the gym and do nothing and get paid. Well, to be fair, and I know what you're talking about because I literally work in the gym. They were letting fitness instructors and stuff in because we were still working out of the gym at that point. So if someone had to be there from no, facility. No, no. So, so like the people who, I, that's what I'm saying. You were a fitness instructor. You were actually I doing know, stuff. I, know, I literally know exactly what you're talking about. The people when you walk into IM who sit at your ID and then There was one person and they sat there because facilities was there. And yes, they probably weren't doing a whole lot, but they, they were there for like kind of a reason because we were expected to be in and out and someone had to be there to like allow us in because those doors were locked. Okay. And the custodians were there. So fair point. I know what you're talking about. And, and yes, they probably didn't have to be there, Rec but there was kind of a reason. Rec Hall, the entire staff does it. That's and the supervisor is there, and the entire literally staff no one's allowed in. Yes. <laughs> and no one's allowed in that building. So it, yeah. it, the, the university has to pay them for whatever reason for some like funding thing i don't know i'm sure some people do work study stuff too so yeah, a lot of them do have to have an opportunity it. yeah to make make money well yeah we were getting paid to do linkedin learning last year as well when yeah. when we didn't really have any shifts which was quite interesting but uh yeah, gotta do something yeah right. it was that was interesting last question because tangents are our favorite thing to do uh andrew Andrews. andrew the outgoing Thon Weekend Chair and incoming president of Heal for Thon 2022. What does Thon mean to you? I got access recently. Um, Thon, to me personally, is 100% about the hope and strength it gives to kids who are fighting. They get to see people who have been able to make it through and they get an experience like i don't know if a lot of people know like i i me and my brother my brother had a, a plastic anemia and i gave him bone marrow transplant but like we did not have the benefit that thon had but we had ronald mcdonald house that did some stuff and they did like a camp every year and that was like a huge thing that helped like boost my kids my, my brother was lucky enough he was um his counts were high enough to go after the transplant but there was a lot of kids there that were still undergoing chemo. And it was definitely something that like helped boost kids morale. And I see the same thing in Thon. And that's why I like it so much that kids can come and definitely get that extra boost because it's a rough time that they're going through and it can be the difference sometimes. So definitely for the hope that it gives the kids. Awesome. And that is a fantastic answer. Uh, shout out Kyle. Hopefully he listens. We love you, buddy. Um, he won't. I really doubt he listens. He, he will not listen. <laughs> Kyle doesn't know who I am. I digress. We're gonna end it there, Andrew. Uh, from the bottom of the podcast heart, from my heart, and from Morgan's, we are so proud of you for all that you have done and all that you are going to achieve this year. Can't wait to go on this journey with you. To all the listeners. Thanks for listening to us every week. To everyone watching on YouTube, sorry my hair is a little off today. I just got out of the shower. We were playing Ultimate Frisbee right before this. Andrew was popping off. He's a monster. Uh, but that's it from us for this week. We'll see you all next week. And until then, keep on dancing. Thanks for having me.